0: Welcome. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the mindful podcast. Hello and welcome to Growing the Good the Mindful Podcast with me, your host, Neil West, and I'm joined today by my co-host and friend, Hayley Kearns. Hi, Haley. How are you?
1: Hi, Neil. I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic, thank you, Hayley. And today we're going to be talking about mindful movement.
1: So mindful movement is um, something that people don't necessarily associate with being mindful and meditating because you assume, or some people might assume that, You meditate very still, which we do a lot of the time, and it's something that you have to be still and quiet. But actually, using mindful movement can be very useful, particularly if, you know, when you wake up in the morning, sometimes people find it good to meditate in the morning, but mindful movement can really just kind of wake you up and and set your stall for the day, as it were, really. Uh, Again, when we do this with young people, they really enjoy having that movement quite often having something physical to link them into their breathing and things can be really useful can't it so a mm-hmm. um, bit of a challenge on a podcast but we will do our best
0: everything is possible everything <laughs> is possible let me share with you an insightful story from the zen tradition that might illustrate how mindful movement can help us in practical ways So picture, if you will, um, in the monastery, there is a young student and he has been completing his chores. So he has a cloth and a bowl of water and he's been cleaning the surfaces and cleaning the windows. And he's finished his chores and the master's watching over his work. And as he finishes, he takes the bowl of water and he tips it down the drain. The master looks at him a little disapprovingly and says, you know, that water that you've thrown away, you could have used it to water the plants. And the young student understood in a moment what he should do. He changed his name to Tekisui which means drop of water and lived to become a wise Zen master. So in search for knowledge we're so concerned with finding big answers that sometimes we miss the significance of ordinary moments, like the student who wants wisdom but is careless in his routine jobs. And we can forget that life's purpose can be found in the smallest of moments as well. And that our every thought, every word, every action, like a drop of water, can hold a unique meaning. So in the tradition of Thich Nhat Hanh, who I've mentioned before, the father of modern mindfulness, he encourages us simply to be in this present moment with whatever it is that we're doing. So if you're sitting, just sit. If you're washing the dishes, simply wash the dishes. And in that way, your attention is firmly rooted in this present moment and isn't being carried along by our thoughts, feelings, emotions in that storyteller's mind that causes so much problems and difficulty for so many of us.
1: And I think that is, is quite pertinent in modern day life because quite often, if we're washing the pots, we're also maybe the TV's on in the background, we're talking to members of the family, There's, we've always got an awful lot going on in one moment, haven't we? Oh Yes. Yes. So to just be aware and focus on the one job that you've got is, mm-hmm. is possibly something that we don't ever really do.
0: He sometimes talks about, as you wash the dishes, treat each dish as a sacred object. Which, <laughs> which can be a challenge if you don't <laughs> enjoy the washing <laughs> But But it's, it's a nice way of thinking about it that... In this moment, this is what I'm doing. So I will put all of my energy and attention into the thing that I'm doing in this moment. And it's surprising then how much of a a capacity to enjoy the task you can find in experiencing the the, the textures and the sensory experiences and the sounds and smells and just the, the whole aspect of being there in that moment doing what you're doing you know if you're sweeping the floor sweep the floor it's why in the monastic traditions you have half your time is spent in mindful meditation practice but the other half is spent doing chores because it's in those chores in that present moment awareness that you can find these unique answers to to existence you know the the, the truth of being really is in in being what doing? Mm.
1: Mm. so i shall <laughs> <laughs> Try
0: that, I'm doing my ironing later. Mindful ironing, everybody, mindful ironing.
1: Try that. Yes, that's very interesting.
0: Okay. So, um, that's not the only kind of mindful movement that we're going to talk about, though, is it? There is the more uh, meditative, deliberate kinds of mindful movements. So, what what kinds of things could people be doing to practice mindful movements as a, as a meditation practice?
1: Yeah, so I thought we would start and try and talk about Qigong a little bit, which is one that we use with the children. And this is um, is a meditation practice that is just slow and controlled movements. So uh, the reason really for mindful movement is the fact that we, we're always moving in our everyday life, aren't we? We're rarely still. So if we want to have mindfulness and be mindful in our daily lives it's really important to learn to do that with movement so that we can be mindful in our everyday lives we can be mindful when we're queuing for something we can be mindful when we're walking down the corridor when we're washing the pots Um, and when we do these mindful movements it's helpful to try and do them really slowly so you can really pay attention to them you know, holding your body in a calm way and so that your body and your mind are connected. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to have a go. We're going to try three different mindful movements. It's going to be a little bit different than the way we usually do our practice session because I'm just going to talk you through each of the movements and then when you've got your own time, the, the idea is to do them, repeat them about
0: eight times. Yeah. And if you're driving, when it's safe to do so. Yes, yes.
1: So um, a good time to do these is is in the morning when you get up. It's a yes. good way of kind of waking your body up if you are somebody that, you know, you wake to the alarm with that sense of dread. I, I
0: sometimes do this at the beginning of my sessions with older people. Um, because children tend to come in with a kind of aspect of learning, they know this is a learning experience, and they all sit quite waiting for your wise words. Whereas all the people tend to come in muscly, chatty, full of what's already happened and gone on in the day. Um, usually, kind of filled with stresses and concerns, and it's it's a nice way of just bringing their attention back to the present moment in a in a, in a, a kind way, I suppose. That is quite energising and encourages yeah. a bit of deep breathing and a bit of.
1: Yeah, and then... And...
0: Disengaging the auto-mind.
1: Yeah, and when you're very new to mindfulness and our sessions, it's not as threatening maybe than having to sit and focus on your breathing in a room full of people, yeah. is it? Obviously, yeah. if you're um, listening to our podcast, you're doing this probably by yourself, so you can fit that into your day.
0: I find as well, all the, the older people uh, we tend to get into a bit of a routine, so they always have to sit in the same chair. And they always expect mm-hmm. the sessions have exactly the same format so mm. when when i started with this and it was something a bit different there were all kind of eyes you know raised eyebrows oh this is a <laughs> bit different isn't it so it's, it's nice to kind of challenge people's expectations a little bit
1: it is and that's one of the things that i i love about mindfulness the fact that it is so varied and vast and you can always be learning new new things, new things yes yeah. mm-hmm. I just just laughter yoga came to mind. Then when I tried uh, tried laughter around. yoga, which we'll learn. We're going learn. yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we will we will start. So today's practice, we're gonna if you can, you're gonna do this by standing, just with your feet hip width apart, and your arms just resting by your side. You can, if you prefer, do this seated and just do the because it's arm arm movements really.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So, I'm just going to stand so that our feet are hip, hip width apart, just so we're comfortable, and our arms just by our sides. And I'm going to just invite their singing bowl, and we'll begin as always with some breaths. So, just as we stand. Just taking a few slightly deeper breaths. Breathing in and out. And just really bringing ourselves to the present moment. Just have that awareness of the breath as you breathe in. Feel the air into your lungs and breathe out. Just take a moment You should just take a few breaths. Just to notice how your body feels how your legs feel and now just bring in your hands just to a point just below your belly button. Just just touch fingertips together, palms facing upwards and as we breathe in we're just going to bring our hands up really slowly and controlled to the level of our eyes and then on the out breath we're just going to turn our hands over, palms down, and bring your hands back down to your belly button. So in the in-breath, you're bringing your hands up, up to your eyes, and in one smooth moment, turning them over, and then as we do our out-breath, bringing them down. Just as you repeat this a few times, Just pay attention to how it feels to just move your arms in this way. Maybe you can feel the air brushing against your skin. Can you still focus on your breathing as you do this moment? Or is that a little bit of a distraction? If your mind wanders or you become distracted, don't worry. Just bring your attention back to your breath and bring your mind back to the motion of your arms as you breathe in and out. Now arms back by your sides, and just take three breaths, normal breaths, breathing in and out bringing your attention back to your breath. Now we're going to move on to our second movement and we're going to bring our hands up just in front of our chest as if you're holding a football. Palms facing each other. And as you breathe in, you're going to stretch your arms out to the side, pushing your palms away. And as you breathe out, bring your arms back together. as if you're holding the ball again. So on your in-breath, arms stretching out to the sides. On the out-breath, Bring your hands back together. might help to you imagine you're standing between two trees and you're pushing your palms against them and bringing your hands back. Your out-breath. Bringing them back together. And with your out-breath, pushing them apart again. And again, repeating this movement eight times. Our third and final movement for today. If we come back to our resting position with our arms by our sides, just focusing just on our breathing as it comes back to normal. Focusing fully on that and trying as best we can So acknowledge any distractions, but then, as always, come back to our breath. So the next one is sometimes what we call uh, the wake-up stretch, the good morning stretch. So again, as we did with the first one, we're going to begin with our hands, palms facing up, fingertips touching just around the level of our belly button. And on the in-breath, we're going to bring our hands up as we did before, but we're going to bring them right up above our heads. And as we do our out-breath, we're just going to move our hands, palms facing outwards, and make a large circle. Just really enjoy that feeling of just letting go as you bring your arms up. And round and back to your belly button. So again, on the in-breath bringing your hands up, above your head, on the out-breath, making a large circle, really stretching your arms out, really noticing the feelings along your shoulders and your arms, really, really focusing on the stretch. And again, in your own time, you can repeat that around eight times. And when your stretches are done, just coming back to rest. And just, again, as you focus back on your breath, just noticing how your body feels like after those movements. And when you're ready, just bring your attention back to your room, listening for the sound of the singing bell. So, if that was as much of a challenge for you to follow, if I found it quite challenging to not move while, while mm-hmm. doing those movements. I you... think uh,
0: the mindful chickens enjoyed it. Yes. If you're able to acknowledge and allow the chickens, it's a nice day and they're having a lovely time <laughs> over there. So. Yeah.
1: So, but what, what if, if you find that a challenge but you are quite interested in having a go at that, mm-hmm. if you, uh, we have a YouTube channel, one together youtube channel um which you can go on and
0: so would they find the link through our website would you go to one together cic.co.uk to yes that link? i'll
1: put the videos on there as well but um if you yeah we just we're just on youtube as one together cic so you can mm-hmm. find us on there and as Across always yeah as always yeah. we'd be really interested to hear your thoughts
0: Yeah, uh, well, I I just had some thoughts as well before we finish. um, Because I think there are are clear benefits, medical benefits, to mindful movement. Um, We all know that stress and anxiety can lead to quite serious health conditions. And mindful movement has been proven to relieve stress and anxiety. and, And the effects of those problems can dramatically fall if people pursue these mindful movements. It can be good for mood. It can enhance your better mood. Um, because it's a chance to relax. Relaxing your body, relaxing your mind can lead to um, improvements in mood and it improves people's focus of course, your ability to concentrate and better awareness. Um, So you can, you know, you stop and you appreciate what's happening here in this present moment and all those things can be really beneficial to us in leading our more happy and successful lives. So we'd be very interested to hear from you so, that you can tell us how you get on with your mindful movement practices as well. And you can do that in a number of ways. You can find us on Facebook as One Together CIC, or you can send us an email at One Together at gmail.com, or you can find us on our website, and that's one together CIC.co.uk. But for now, this is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast, and we'll see you next time. This is Growing the Good, the mindful podcast.